Have you ever asked, if God is a holy God, how could he love a sinner like me? The Bible explicitly states God loves us and that his very name speaks of his unconditional love for each of us. In Exodus chapter 34 verses 6 and 7, God spoke to Moses and proclaimed his name to him, which revealed his very character, who God is in relation to us. God referred to himself as the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, by no means clearing the guilty. God's name speaks of his mercy that is not giving us what we rightly deserve. He is gracious, that is, he lavishes his love and favor on us who are undeserving. He is long-suffering. God suffers long with each of us. When we once lived in rebellion against him, he waited for us to respond to his call so he could be merciful and gracious towards us. He abounds in goodness and faithfulness. God is always good to us and faithful to all his promises to us. He keeps mercy to thousands, that is, thousands of generations. The word for mercy here means zealous love, that is, an ardent love, ferocious, not in a violent sense, but in its intensity. However, God is also a just God who will not clear the guilty. That is, all those who remain in rebellion against him and refuse the only provision he made to bring us back to himself, that is, through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because he is just, God must punish those who rebel against him. However, God does not take pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that they would repent and turn from their sins. God demonstrated his love for us by sending his son to die in our place and to suffer the full extent of God's wrath so that we would not have to go through it ourselves. In Romans 5 verse 8, the Apostle Paul wrote that while we were still sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. Christ died for his enemies. We had each gone our own way and through our sin and rebellion were enemies of God. But God laid the iniquity of us all on Jesus so that through faith in him, those who were far off can be brought near to him, experience peace with God, and enjoy a right and personal relationship with him. This can only happen when we choose to place our complete trust in what he accomplished for us through his death on the cross. God accepted Jesus' death as the only sufficient payment for all our sins. However grievous our sins may be, he will forgive us and give us a new life when we come to him in true repentance and faith. God in eternity past lived without us. 
Yet he had chosen to create and love us and planned long ago that we will someday live with him forever, that through all the ages to come, he could show us the immeasurable riches of his grace, that is his love and mercy, in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For God has loved us with an everlasting love, and therefore, with loving kindness, he has drawn us. We are of great value to God, and the work Christ accomplished for us on the cross determines our value. For Jesus gave his life to show how much we are valued and loved by God. As those who have come to faith in Christ, we experience times when we have sinned against Him or have forgotten to spend time with Him in prayer, yet He loves us still. We by nature alienate ourselves from God when we have failed Him, yet He will love us and pursue us still, for He desires to draw us near once again. Even in our moments of doubt and unbelief, He will continue to love us still. How comforting is the truth that God will never give up on us or grow weary of us. For God desires that we experience His love in a deeper way and know that He is approachable. However, this differs from those without Christ who continue in the practice of sin, which is more than a believer's occasional lapses. In Psalm 139, the psalmist stated that God knows everything about us when we rise or when we sit. He knows our every thought. He is acquainted with all our ways, our habits, and He knows everything about us. Even before He created anything, He was thinking about each of us. There is never a moment in a day that God is not thinking about us. God even numbers all the hairs on our head for every insignificant detail of our life is significant to him. The Apostle Paul's prayer in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 18, was that all believers would know by experience how much God loves us. He asked God that we would know his love for us, the depth, that is how deep, the width, how worldwide, the length throughout the ages, how high, as his love has lifted us to the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. It is important that we grow in our knowledge of God's love, for when we know we are unconditionally loved, it causes us to want to know him better. Through the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, our desire to please Him increases as we walk in obedience to His Word, not out of obligation or duty, but one of deep gratitude. Knowing He loves us propels us to trust Him more in every area of our lives, especially in times of suffering. Difficult times will come to all of us, but when we run to our Heavenly Father, He hears our cries. He does not despise or ignore us when we cry out to Him. 
growing in our understanding of God's love for us and walking in obedience to Him, we will become less consumed with ourselves and our struggles and we become more focused on Him and others. We can become Christ-centered and others-centered because God made us complete in Jesus and all that we need is in Him. We need not look any further, for in Him we will find complete contentment and satisfaction. A deeper understanding of God's love for us will come as we continue to abide in His love. Abiding in His love is more than just a warm, fuzzy feeling. It is a daily communion with Him in prayer and the reading of His Word by which He speaks to us and teaches us how we are to live in this present world. Spending time with Him, we will grow in our trust in Him as we learn to depend on Him more each day for everything in our lives. Abiding in His love gives us the assurance and confidence that nothing can separate us from God's love for us, not death, nor life, nothing at all. Abiding in His love is knowing we are precious to Him and that He shields and protects us at all times. It is also knowing that He delights, that it takes pleasure in us, not because we are good or have done our share of good deeds, but because of His mercy and great love for us. The Christian author Warren Wisby once wrote, God loves us not because we are lovable, but because He is love, not because He needs to receive but because He delights to give. Perhaps you are uncertain that God loves you because you have been in a long season of suffering and deep affliction. Keep in mind that if God did not spare His only Son from suffering, neither will He keep us from anything that will conform us into the image of Jesus Christ. Suffering is proof that we are God's children, from whom God loves, He corrects and chastens. However, when we remain in unbelief and unwillingness to trust God, we will grow bitter when tough times come our way. Doubts and fears that further lead to disillusionment and defeat will overcome us. Or perhaps you doubt His love for you because of past sins and believe God cannot forgive you. Jesus bore all our sins on His body, which we have ever committed or will ever commit. We must come to Him in faith, assured that God forgives and forgets all our sins just as He promised. When we come to Him in repentance, He casts all our sins far from us into the depths of the sea. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, it states, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Don't let your past sins haunt or torment you. Allow God's perfect love to cast out all your fears. 
Don't dwell on the past, for in his love, God is transforming you to become more like Christ day by day. Whenever in doubt, remember to take a deeper look at the cross. The cross on which Jesus died for you is the greatest demonstration of God's amazing love for you.